Good morning, good evening, wherever you may be across the nation or around the world. Once again, you are listening to the VMware Communities Roundtable podcast. This is podcast number 450. My name is Eric Nilsson, and with me today I have my co-host, Elsa Mayer, a special co-host today. Today is Wednesday, September 19th, 2018. Elsa, how are you doing? Yeah, I just said, blah, 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 la, 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 la. <laughs> I remember when John Troyer handed it over to me, and I'm like, I gotta say what? What do I gotta do? And I was, used to have to read it off cue cards. But uh, yeah, this is uh, almost my 225th of these, so um, yeah, I can do that in my sleep now. So no problem. Your audio sounds great today, Elsa Mayer. You are on point. Yeah, it's good, and and we have finally adjusted to the new talk show environment where uh, now we can actually do the entry recording. We can do the recording with all of all the pre-recording going on. So for those of you who have had to uh, listen to our rambles as we set up uh, the recording every every week for the last four weeks on the new talk show, we finally figured out how to get talk show not to record until we're ready to actually start it, and then also play the beginning tune uh, as we get started. So. Life is getting better. Audio is a little bit better today, but no live stream because the live stream crew is is off doing other live streams for some of the VMR code events. So we don't have them here today. So sorry, Facebook Live, nobody, no cameras, just just me and Elsa uh, on the show today in, in with audio. So as we get started on the on the show today, me and Elsa are going to talk about uh, the AWS reInvent uh, show and the fact that the VM10, VM10 community is going to be at AWS reInvent this year for the first time ever. Yeah, and uh, we'd like to just get some people's feedback. So I'm going to open up the chat window as well so that I can uh, listen to people and see what they have to say. Uh, we have some ideas around what we can build out uh, on AWS uh, for reInvent this year, and we would love to get community feedback. So the show today, AWS reInvent, what we're going to do for community there at the show in Vegas, uh, which is mid-November. Uh, but before we get to that, we should just talk about uh, VMworld Europe and uh, you know what's happening in the news in general. Um, and then we don't have a Bay report, although it is sunny and nice. It's supposed to be warm next week, so I'm going to say turquoise blue again coming over that, that, that the bridge, the smell is all gone and the, and the water is beautiful and it's sunny and nice in California. So if you're, if you're somewhere down in North Carolina wondering why you live there, it's like, uh, I'm not sure, but I'm sure it'll get better. So stay above water and, and life goes on. And when we have a big earthquake, you can look back at us and go, ha ha, right? Yeah, you know, you're going to live with that. It is beautiful in sunny California right now. And uh, this is a good time of year coming into not too hot, not too cold. Beautiful, beautiful weather. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep. All right, with that, uh, VMworld Europe. Uh, VMworld Europe is going to be uh, November 6th, 7th, and 8th. So that's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, Reg is certainly open. We're tracking Reg. Uh, all the people in Europe that are coming off their long month of siesta should be getting getting prepped now for that. Uh, Reg is open. Um, we're going to be there. We we just saw the layouts of the booth earlier today, right? It looks pretty good. Yeah. It was awesome last year. And I think it's so again, uh, I know you guys uh, put the V Brown Bag sessions in sessions in in, yep. in calendar or whatever we call it session builder, but not session builder yeah, content, content count. Catalog. Right, yep. so, right. So those all are 
up as of Monday, the VMCN and the session. So if you Yeah, so content builders up, VMTN and code are the call signs. So if you search for VMTN or code, you'll see all the sessions and pretty much most of the sessions we did in the US with exception of a handful of people that couldn't make it over to Europe are actually going to be there, right? Yeah. And in in there and uh, maybe a couple new ones. Yep, that are that are the people from Europe are going to be doing those. Um, and I know we're also that we have the code booth on one side, so it's a joint booth again with two theaters. We're going to have the power sessions uh, on the on the right, and then the uh, the V Brown bag stuff on the left. Alistair's we've been talking to Alistair. He's excited about being there. Uh, going to drag some community members along as well. Hopefully, we get as many people to Europe as we can, possibly make the long journey from Australia and other places to be there. So that looks like that's that's positive. Um, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we we got that message. They're going to be closer to the ground, though, just a foot off the ground, so that everybody, yeah, cushions, right, right, right. Right, right, and uh, we we are we got we are going to have power. So they talked about power for each of the blogger tables, as well as maybe uh, its own drop e Ethernet, yeah. right? So depending on where the budget lies, but they're building that in, so mm -hmm. that'll be good. No podcast booth, if I remember right. So no podcast booth. We've noticed in Europe that nobody used it, right? And if you looked at the podcast booth, they put these big giant fans in there for air ventilation. So it was more like a jet engine podcast booth. So I don't think uh, the podcast booths are going to be there. The code sessions, uh, the maker shop stuff, we have tables for maker shop. Yep. yep. And uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to get the maker shop people there or whether I'm going to do the maker shops. Um, uh, but we will have Raspberry Pis there. We will have some maker shop with Wavefront. Uh, whether I give the, uh, the the class, I know a lot about that stuff, or whether we get some of the engineers from Leota to come over and and do the sessions. But we will have those, and we will have the the barometric pressure sensors. So if you're interested in learning how to you know code uh, Leota, get Leota installed, uh, get uh, analytic uh, data from the the sensors back up onto AWS and then into Wavefront and visualize your, your data. That is what the maker shops are going to look like. So all part of that code experience. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to get... Yeah. Yeah, it looks like, looks like. And that was, that was pretty popular. So uh, happy about that. Yeah, uh, really and then still the I think we're going to even try to do the VMWCC uh, blockchain code coin so that we can give away some some nice stuff to to everybody in Europe as well. So kind of trying to figure out uh, how how much to ship over there and what we're going to give away. But I, it looks like we'll do do that as well. So pretty much a full on booth. We we're a little bit worried about finances of how much how much everything is going to cost uh, in Europe versus doing the AWS stuff. But uh, looks like it's all going to going to work. Uh, Elsa's audio is still not working. Hmm. I'm hearing your audio fine. Yeah. Yeah, Corey, yeah it's, she's really hard to hear. It almost sounds like uh, we're picking her up from your mic. Huh. Huh. Yeah, try a different mic. See if uh, talking that other mic, because I'm hearing you great. How does this one sound? Any better? That's perfect. Excellent. That's wonderful. Oh, interesting. 
Uh, <laughs> wow, because in my headphones, she sounds uh, uh, awesome, right? Almost but, too loud. <laughs> like how that's not getting looped back out in through USB is, is anything's, anybody's guess. Oh, well, that's good. So, also, welcome to the show. <laughs> How's that Bay Area report for everybody that didn't hear, hear what you were saying? Uh, all right. So, uh, thanks for that correction. Uh, let me know if there's any other, other thing. Watching the chat here. Uh, so, th- uh, that's Europe. I think Europe is pretty pretty set. Uh, about half the team, community team will be there, and um, all of the, the stuff is, 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 is ready. Calendar the calendar's up, a schedule builder will open, and people can be excited about that. I think we're going to have like maybe 30 or 40 seats in each of the theaters as well, so it should be, should be good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, with that, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll move on. So uh, if you guys haven't heard, we are going to uh, – we've gotten a lot of feedback that people are going to be – VMware community people are going to some go to AWS reInvent uh, in mid-November in Vegas, right? It's a big show. It's about 80,000 people. Uh, and the AWS people were at VMworld um, in Vegas this year, and they saw our booth. They came by and they were like, "Wow, you guys would be uh, really good to have you in the the area." Which mm-hmm. is, uh, I guess that's the hotel, the Aria, Aria, yeah. Quad yep. Aria. If you've been before, right? And that's kind of designated to mm-hmm. kind of like maker activity right. and build activity and kind of cool. What can you do with AWS? Almost from a developer perspective, right? right. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of people that are AWS, they have a bigger uh, piece in development. But they saw our code booth, right? And I, I we've been trying to get there from a community perspective, right? Uh, be present uh, and have a place that the VMware community people can get together and meet and engage, just like we have the community booth for VMworld. We've gotten a lot of you know, hey, could we do this for reindent? So we originally talked, uh, some people talked to Alistair about V brown bag, uh, and maybe we could do a V brown bag uh, uh, booth at AWS reInvent. We reached out to them and asked them, hey, um, how much money would it cost? Could we, uh, could we do that? And they gave us a quote of like $300,000 yeah. for a 20 by 20, I mean, tiny, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 20 by 10 or 20 by 15, basically little booth, right? And, and at the time we were like, yeah, that's not going to be in my Q4 budget by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> for your uh, walk-in closet size. Yeah, booth, for no walk-in thing. closet uh, space. So, um, so we were kind of, you know, touching various people inside of VMware, going like, "Hey, we'd like to have mm-hmm. a place, at least some place that community people can come by and say hello." But we weren't sure what the value of that was. We talked to V Brownbag about. They gave us a quote uh, to come. Uh, I won't talk about the quote on air, but they gave us a quote to come with a crew to help us. And normally we don't we don't pay V Brown Bay. V Brown Bay comes to VMworld uh, and and basically sells sponsorships uh, to some of their sessions, some of their videos, which was great. But unfortunately, because AWS is so new, they they, they really needed to give us. You know, they needed help getting there, right? And we wouldn't have time. To, they didn't have time and the audience to to sell sponsorships, and we weren't sure how many sessions we were going to get in a tiny booth anyway. But they gave us a really reasonable quote to come, and we're still trying to figure out uh, what this booth might look like, and mm-hmm. which is why we're also having this conversation here, just to give community members some insight into what we're thinking and what we're trying to do. Right. So, um, 
so we were where we were at was uh, at the at the two three hundred thousand dollar mark, impossible to do. Plus quotes from the brown bag, which would you know push that price up even higher. By the time I'm done, it's going to be a half a million dollars to you know get a community area at reInvent. Along comes uh, VMworld uh, US, and the reInvent people are there, and they come by our booth, and our booth was like the busiest booth of all the booths of mm-hmm. all the show anywhere in the show area, mm-hmm. right? Like the, they saw that and yeah. they reached out to you, right? Yeah. I think it didn't hurt that we had coffee in our booth for sure. So they they definitely enjoyed that. But just coming by and seeing that, that there were so many people, we had overflow in both theaters. Um, and yeah, they stopped by and said, said, hi, I didn't actually know who they were until we, we met with them later, but, but they definitely were, you could see the, they were impressed. Yeah, yeah, which is a you know testament to everybody in the community, right? Both, on both sides, the code side and the the brown bag side and the blogger tables. I personally think it was because the blogger tables were so small that everybody <laughs> was fighting for a, a chair, and so so you know it's kind of the bar with a line, right? You know, if you if you have a line outside your bar, it doesn't matter how small you, your bar is inside. Everybody wants to go and see what's in there. Uh, but no, seriously, uh, then uh, they reached out, came back, and they mm-hmm. offered us, in the end, we had a meeting with them then on site. They came and got us, and we scheduled a meeting with them. And they offered us a pretty big space, 30 by 30, 30, right? by 30. which is kind of like an island mm-hmm. as opposed to a booth. So mm-hmm. they offered us an island space um, for, I think they had originally said like 80K, right? Which is now almost back in realm of possibility, right? Yeah. Uh, that kind of number, that's kind of what we pay for the VMware space, right? Exactly. When we build it out. Um, so that's uh, where we're at. So they've they've come back and we've agreed to that. We've agreed mm-hmm. that, wow, a 30 by 30 island would be kind of neat. We could actually have a theater in there, right? We could do some type of sessions. We could uh, we could we could we could make a go of that. And then if we get enough people from the community that's around, um, they could they could come by and engage, and we would have a space at uh, VMworld. I mean at AWS. The question then becomes like, uh, how many people are we going to have from the community? Uh, that's going to be going to AWS. So I think we have a, a, a task to do a kind of a random poll uh, for community members. Maybe we'll ask the experts and others. How many people go to AWS reInvent? Right. We know there are a number of them. Uh, the guy that does the uh, virtual trail map. What's his Nadine name? Nadine Porter de Leon. Nadine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Porter de Leon. What is yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm pronouncing it right. I hope Nadine Porter de Leon. Yeah. yeah. Um, he claims saying that there's, you know, he's had a lot of people come up to him. Uh, Alistair is very interested in it, mm-hmm. um, and and so that's one of the questions we have is like, how many people would go to reinvent, and is uh, is our cloud offering strong enough that we should designate um, a big a, a, a portion of this booth to VM10 V expert blogger table community area, so you would have a, a place to come hang, right? right? That's one of the questions. And then the other question is the AWS reInvent people really liked us not because of the V expert uh, slash v, the blogger slash uh, V brown bag side, but mostly the, you know, the cool code sessions and the Raspberry Pi pulling data up, uh, delivering it out, mm-hmm. and the blockchain stuff. And so it's hard to say whether it was the whole ecosystem, whether it was the part of the ecosystem, and what does that booth actually look like? Um, 
So that's one thing. Then the other uh, bit of data there, or one strategy is we could go with code with some area of uh, you know community in that in that makeup, right? Or we could just make it a generic thing, right? It's just VMware. Come check out VMware community, right? Mm -hmm. And then we can have code, V brown bag, and all the different logos, virtual ghetto, all that. We could do something like that. Or we could make it just very code specific, where it's all just it's code, but everybody knows to come and hang out because uh, if we actually looked at the participants, because we scanned everybody this year, so we actually got to look at the data of everybody coming through the the community booth at VMworld, and even on both sides of the aisle, whether it be V Brown Bag or the power sessions, uh, 95 percent of everybody that was there was all just you know, community event, you know, practitioners, right? right? So there wasn't this developer audience. It was our community audience. Now, on the right side was developer content that they were all interested in pursuing. Uh, and then the left was your traditional, you know, V Brown Bag sessions on IT administration. And so the reality is there wasn't a separation of community members between code and, um, and V Brown Bag on both sides of the booth. It was all of us. Oh, right. being everybody hard, hard yeah. to hard to separate that out at VMworld. Right. And I don't think there was a separation. Mm -hmm. It was just everybody. And all we were looking at is the differences in type of content right. that took you to the right or took you to the left, right? Um and so if you look at that then the strategy of kind of building a community area that's just generic community uh that that then brings people in, um, whether it be V Brown Bag and that, and we make a community feel to the whole thing with community sessions and the community theater and so forth, uh, makes a lot of sense, right? That, that, that branding it all code or, you know, develop, making it a full development experience is maybe not the most optimal. Maybe we make it just a big community area and then the sessions build, bring people in or we market the sessions. So that's one strategy. So, but that's deterministic on how many people how many will be there yeah, yeah in the community will be there and if we think there's going to be 500 people from our community you know that we that are going to come by and engage with us and sit around the tables and use it as home base then that would make a lot of sense right that we could do that and that was myself and uh, Alistair's idea originally was like let's build a home base for the brands, all our experts, the guys that own blogs, the blog beat, uh, you know, participants that will be talking about, you know, which will give them kind of affinity to come hang out and make their uh, AWS reInvent experience more interesting. Mm -hmm. so that's strategy A, right? Strategy B would be to go code, but make it really something that we could attract more of the AWS audience. Right, and so make it something that AWS people who walk by at AWS go, oh wow, that looks pretty cool. Maybe I should go in and see what the VMware community is about. Right, and so a little bit different strategy. I still think we brand a community, right? Um, you know, whatever that means, right? Like IT practitioner, whatever. But it would have a strong code presence, and it would try to attract people into learning about what's going on with VMware from an engineering perspective, right? So that's the second strategy. And we're, we've been kind of just discussing one versus the other, right? Which one would make more sense? Um, you have 80,000 people at AWS reInvent. The AWS reInvent people are putting us in a kind of an engineering kind of hands-on build right. it kind of space, right? But then the question is, will, would anybody want to walk by and come in and see what we're about if it is just too generic, right? Um, 
so that's that that's uh one of the, one the so that's the when we talk about AWS reinvent um one of them questions is how many people do we think are going to go mm-hmm. and then how many what's the strategy around what do we want to offer there from a community perspective and a technology learning perspective and then there's this uh, third question of what type of content to share right because we obviously have the AWS guys uh, VMC right VMware uh Cloud. VMware Cloud on AWS. Mm-hmm. Those two guys want to do set presentations on all the cool ways to use VMC on AWS, or Wavefront on AWS, or you know uh, all the other AWS offerings we have. Whether and I don't have the list in front of me, but there's Tango, a um, couple other projects that are in the works that you know we could spend our time talking about the AWS offerings for VMware, right, versus kind of the AWS-themed code activities on VMware, Wavefront, and so forth. So that's the other question is, what does the content mix look like? Do we spend more time talking about the VMware offerings on AWS, or do we spend more time talking about, hey, if you're building out your uh, own your own data center, you know, and you're eventually going to, you're on AWS now, but maybe you want to move into running your own servers on-prem, and here's what VMware can offer you from a hybrid cloud perspective, on-prem versus off-prem. So there's definitely those messages that we're also considering, and I'm not sure where we're going to land here, right, because we're still a little ways out. We're still just designing the booth. Yeah, but it would definitely be interesting to hear from the community. I mean, people here who are right, right, so, so engaged and, and see. But what we have done is we've asked for extra budget. They've given us extra budget, mm-hmm. and we know we're buying the 30-foot by 30-foot space. Now, uh, interesting aside, uh, that doesn't get you any furniture. Right? <laughs> so if you get a booth for 100 grand, uh, you don't get any furniture. So we thought it would be fun to kind of go kind of cool hipster, you know, like city vibe, you know, like kind of the art, the AWS, you know, events that they run, they're very kind of, you know, modern hipster, millennial, I don't know what we would do, what we would call that, you know, coffee shop vibe. Um, but none of them have carpet in them. If you look at the photos, they're all polished concrete. Yeah. And uh, since they charge us for carpet, um, I'm thinking we don't go with carpet. I think we go that hipster, cool, um, Urban industrial, yeah, I, don't, I don't know what you'd it. call it. Yeah, urban industrial kind of look. Uh, and yeah, that might that might work. Um, uh, v. Probish, let's see, who says that? Uh, on In the chat says, hey, maybe some of the stuff we've done with Echoes. That's actually a good yeah. topic. Uh, thanks for suggesting that. That's, that's the kind of stuff that we're trying to brainstorm, right? Like what are the major topic areas? So Echo and controlling virtual infrastructure, that would be a neat one. So reach really out to cool. Cody and see if he would uh, do a, a, a Vegas trip to come by and um, do do that talk, right, with Echoes would be good. Um, there's the AWS, uh, VMC and AWS. That's also one series of topics. Um, so we're thinking, uh, let's talk about what we do know, um, which is, uh, like to get feedback, but we're thinking concrete floors. We know that because I don't have to buy any furniture for concrete floors. We are thinking coffee bar, right? Because uh, we just felt that now if we're going to go do one of these events, we should have free coffee the whole time, right? Like, I think it also gives it a kind of like 
don't just come to a session. Like, come spend your morning here. Get a cup of coffee. Stay a while. Yeah, hang out uh, with us. Chat. Go to a session. Yeah, right. meet some of us. Do a makerspace workshop. Like, you're right. here to. It's an experience. It's not. You're not an in and out. Yeah, it's just not a deal. booth that we're trying to sell you a used no. car. Exactly. Right, right. We get little salespeople in the door. We'll scan you and then <laughs> try to try to show you a podcast or show you something. It's like, no. It's a, so definitely the coffee bar, right, which will be cool. Mm-hmm. Now you talk, you have concrete, you have coffee bar, and now we're thinking maybe some stools, like mm-hmm. not chairs, like the theater. Instead of doing the, the, the theater where it's like a bunch of chairs, maybe we do kind of hipster stools. Right? Right. So if I were to go to that industrial kind of vibe, right, what'd you call it? The urban urban industrial. Urban I don't, industrial. I don't know yeah, if that's yeah. a real term. Well, we're going to call it because Elsa <laughs> says it, so we think that's it. So we go urban industrial, right, mm-hmm. which is kind of like those those uh, lab bench stools you have been back in science class, right, mm-hmm. or the shop class stools, metal kind of, uh, you know, with a round top on it. Mm-hmm. That might be kind of cool. And then um, on the one side of the theater, you know, we have a theater, but instead of it uh, being the classic rows of chairs, we got the uh, urban ghetto. What do we call it? Urban industrial. <laughs> right? uh, I think urban ghetto would be yeah, a very different that, look. That would be different. <laughs> uh, and then we do um, uh, kind of a, a circle of these chairs, mm-hmm. right? And then you listen to poetry and you cook your fingers, right? And that's all we do. Right? You get a cup of coffee, you sit, you have a poet come. Maybe we could hire a famous poet or something, come yeah. read, read a little bit of poetry. Do a little slam poetry yeah. up there. Love so it. if you're telling your boss you're going to AWS to do work, you're actually lying because you're just going to come out, drink coffee, and, and listen to poetry. How do you do a demo in slam? That would be cool. That would be cool, yeah. We require everyone to, to do <laughs> You have rhymes. to have some sort of... Dance, yeah, dance, dance for your for your presentation. <laughs> I like that. The other thing that we were thinking is uh, on the geeky side. Like um, one of my thoughts is, you know, the Royal Society. Uh, I think it's Royal Institute in uh, in UK, United Kingdom. Um, back in the 1800s, and they still do this. They do these Friday talks, and you can go Google the Royal Society um, Theater, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of a half-round theater. But then the bench is kind of like a big, like, uh, you know, science class bench that the talker, so you don't have, like, a little podium. You have, like, a bench with a little notch, a little half-moon notch out of the bench where the the speaker stands and Mm -hmm. does his presentation talk, and then we have some number of these talks be kind of super geeky where you're doing something with gear, right? Uh, where you're, you know, you're running something that's uh, gear centric that pulls the data up. And then maybe, it, you know, maybe you have a storage unit. Maybe you, the, the hands-on lab guy who did the, did the, the make your, not hands-on lab, make your own lab. Uh, 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 Tinker Tribe, Paul yeah. Barron. Yeah, Paul, we could have, you know, like where he comes and he's got his gear there and the presentation is he's got props, he's got, you know, something that he, she's showcasing. So if you want to build a lab that has vSphere on it that connects to AWS or the hybrid cloud environment, you know, he can take you through what that looks like, right? And he's doing a talk which is gear centric, right? Right. Um, at that round table with everybody on the little half round chairs, hanging out, drinking their coffees, listening to some guy talk about how he, you know, to build build whatever it is he's building. So that the talks have to have a build element or some 
number of those elements. And that might be kind of an interesting format for the thing, which if you're trying to get our community, our community comes and hangs out and watches the community talks. At the same time, you might drag in some of the reInvent people that are there that don't know much about VMware because one, you get coffee. Two, it's kind of a cool hipster vibe. Three, they're talking poetry, right? <laughs> and then four, they got gear and they're kind of doing a cool talk on how to, how to do some gear-related stuff. So we're thinking about that. Um, that then means that maybe they're not quite all the uh, brown bag sessions, right? So that's the question. How many of those are community sessions? Do we bring the brown bag there? Uh, do we just uh, do them and record them ourselves like we did on the code side just mm -hmm. to save the money of having to fly people from Australia, the farthest place in the world, back over here to, to be there for you know, a couple-day event? So those are the kind of the discussions we're having. Like, uh, and can we get community people there? How many community people do we have? So we do know that we're kind of headed down this concrete, uh, concrete look with uh, maybe some round lab cherry kind of theater environment, right? Which would have maybe 30 or 40 seats in it, right? Um, we haven't heard whether we're going to be in schedule their version of schedule builder or not. We're working with them on that so that we could have a set of talks, right? That are in VMW code or something or VMW community or some number like that. Um, uh, we did get one, one, well, some people are, let's see, um, let's see, yeah, okay, I'm just watching the chat here, not much. Um, yeah, the, the, the next thing is, uh, do we create a VMTN vExpert table, sticker table, right, that, you know, if you happen to be coming to the show, you could come to that table put your stickers, hang out, you know, kind of like a blogger table, right? So it becomes a, a blogger slash poetry reading sticker, you know, <laughs> space. Letter vest yeah, required. In the, in the booth. So uh, that's another option that we're, you know, trying to lay out, like how much space do we have? Now, the, the interesting thing is you actually put together a rendering with, uh, what software did you use to, oh, to build gosh. that? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Right. I, I Googled rendering software. Right. And you made a kind of a, a booth, uh, a booth rendering right before the AWS people have done, done that. And what did we discover? It thirty by thirty is pretty tight. Yeah, that's what we discovered. We must at at VMworld when we're laying out these booths, we must have a, a booth that must be a hundred by two hundred or yeah, three hundred. Massive. So, yeah, yeah. We're. I bet we had four of these at least. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. So on one hand, I'm like, wow, this is this is much smaller. We're going to have to adjust. At the same time, uh, we're the the whole VMware booth over in a, is only 40 by 40. So we're only 10 by 10 smaller than the whole entire VMware booth uh, that we're buying. So uh, I can't complain too much that we're getting a 30 by 30 island that we can make you know something cool with coffee shop and that. Um, but then it's a question of what does it mean to have, I think a sticker table, I'm trying to figure out how do we expose all the VMware brands that we could have. And we could even do a call for stickers. You could mail us mm -hmm. your stickers or ship us your stickers so that we could, even if you're not going to be there, we could have some stickers. Slap and, them right on the welcome booth. And, and somebody asked, um, do we, are we going to have the beams there? And the answer is, yeah, no, I think we should have a beam. So that the community members that can't, you know, can't obviously 
a lot of people aren't going to go to uh, reinvent, right? Because you're a VMware, your your job is VMware specific, and you know, telling your boss you want to go back to Vegas um, when you just got done in Vegas. I, I get it. We're not going to get that many people, but a lot of people might come because hybrid cloud is becoming more and more interesting. Um, so yeah, I think that uh, we could have uh, a space for a beam. Yeah, uh, I, lo- I love yeah, that idea. Yeah. Come check it out. Yeah, come, come check it out. Come next year. Cool. We're here. You can, you know, we'll have these virtual robots driving around. That would be kind of neat. So we could even encourage community members to come drive around just to make it cooler. Right? That's a really good point, Eric, because at, at VMworld US, I mean, we had a, we had a handful of people come use the Beam and check it yeah. out, but the attraction was internal. It's like, yeah. oh my gosh, this is such a cool device. And Yeah, yeah. It made people want to come see what the heck was going yeah, on because 100%. there were also people driving around on beams. Right. So so yes to the beams. Great idea on chat. Thanks for see this is why we're doing this, right? Because exactly. this is what we experience on our end, right? When when I try to do something new, build a new program, whether it be a V expert new sub program or whether it be, you know, something else where we did the power sessions and we got some great feedback by the way on the name power sessions. People really like that. Right? Oh good. So, me and Elsa dreamed that up. That was kind of cool. But you make these things up, and then you see how they how they do, and you try to design them. So in this space, um, I think definitely beams would make sense. Um, we're obviously interested in knowing how many people are going to be there and what this means. Uh, are you, can we get stickers from people? Um, how do we showcase that? Do we spend you know the extra dollars? It would be expensive to bring the brown bag in, mm-hmm. right? Like. You know, just a generic, you know, 20K or some number. It's going to be, it's not going to be free to bring those guys, and rightfully so, right? Because um, they're coming from Australia. They also have other events they're doing at the same time. So November's a busy time. Uh, so trying to get some feedback on that. So before I go any further, I'll just say uh, you can send feedback on uh, ADOS reInvent to community group at vmware.com. So uh, our email alias, alias is open to the public. So if you got something you need to tell us, always just remember community group at vmware.com. It goes to the all all seven of us on the team, and you know one of us will respond depending on what the thread is, right? Uh, so if you want to, you can just you know put a subject AWS reInvent and send us some thoughts or ideas around one. Or if you're going to go there to have some ideas, which of these ideas? If you're listening to this, we get a couple thousand people listen to this every week for sure. Um, if you listen to this and you have uh, an opinion on what it should look like, uh, we'd be happy to, to. We would love to get some feedback on on, on this topic, as we are we're still a week or two away from settling on what the whole thing is going to look like. We know we're going to get the coffee. We know we're going to have concrete floors, or at least I think AWS will let us do that. Uh, the Aria. Um, I think a VM10 table of some type with stickers and a place that you can come by and say hello that's really focused on our community right. makes make sense so that you can come in and do that. Then the other thing that we are considering are the kind of like maker shops activities, right? Uh, and one of the things we're looking at trying to do that we think would possibly bring in the, uh, the AWSers, right? That maybe not have heard of you is um, to have the raspberry Pi maker things available, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not schedule them as labs, but kind of make some of the sessions targeted at how to do this, just like a half an hour. Here's how you can do this. And then have three tables that are kind of self-paced tables that the guy that does this, the, the presentation in the theater can pop back now. And these will be kind of like tables that you can make things. 
And then um, we've identified, I think, 10 or 15 there are a lot yeah, yeah. sensors that we can have there and make it we're going to give bins of these sensors mm-hmm. that then as you walk by the front of the booth you're going to see these little pedestals with the bins of all the cool little sensors mm-hmm. right uh and you can actually even get little touch screens for like 40 bucks right mm-hmm. and we could give those away you know as little prizes at the front desk so that you could come in and if you watch some of the vmware sessions you earn a sensor and these sensors are like a dollar, dollar dollar twenty five, whatever. We have the little wires, and then you can come back and you can do a little tech session, right? Uh, and there will be there somebody that um, will teach you how that sensor works, and then you could do the activity with a Raspberry Pi to grab that data from that particular sensor. And they have some, you know, a really good list of of really cool sensors. Whether they're touch sensors, uh, they've got. Uh, Temperature sensors, obviously, they got infrared sensors. They got they got laser. They got a, infra, a, a laser sensor that sends out a laser beam and brings it back. And all these things are like a little two dollar sensor for Raspberry Pis. So we could have like ten or fifteen of these sensors. So if you come by and you go like, what is all this gear? Because the area is about building things. We might actually be able to have, uh, uh, yeah. Um, cool sensors that you could use to do some kind of workshoppy tech things while you're listening to our, our whole ecosystem pitch. Yeah, and maybe you have um, you have a combination of some people there that are there to help you hands-on, but maybe we have a GitHub repository or something with all, all of those uh, with demo materials so you can walk through at your own pace. Uh, I think it's just cool to have that kind of hands-on maker space opportunity people were were pretty excited about it at us yeah um people are asking me on chat or uh, i think tony did what are the sensors i'm going to put in the uh put in the chat window and the chat window gets saved so if you're listening to this tutorial you listen to this podcast and you want to know what sensors we're considering um you could uh you could Go look there because I've just posted the 50 most important Raspberry Pi sensors that are available for the Raspberry Pi. It is a fun uh, art tutorial to go look at. It <laughs> is cool. amazing. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think we were looking for what, like 10. We just didn't yeah, know yeah, if yeah. 10 existed. Right. And Eric found this, and we we're like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. There are 10. And they have the prices and the links to them, so yeah. it's, it's easy to go get them. Um, uh, v Probish says uh, mini hackathon who can do the most amazing thing for with uh, win this uh, w- with a sensor that would also oh, be kind cool. of fun we could have yeah. a uh, a little mini hackathon on those tables right where we could give prizes away for you know the most interesting things somebody sat and did with a sensor and if you did that maybe you won you know the the the, the touch screen those touch I want one of those touch screens like like a full iPhone you know. It, Three and a half by four inch full touchscreen, which 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 would be fun if you you know used a a Raspberry Pi. They're full on computer too, so I want to make a little touchscreen app. That would be neat. Uh, of course, all of this now. So then, that's another thing we're considering. Mm-hmm. Uh, which the mix would be: you come and listen to the cool sessions. So we have a list of all our sessions. You have to listen to the v, uh, VMC and AWS session, which maybe you don't really care about, but you really want the sensor. So you come listen to you know the uh, the VMW uh, VMC and AWS team talk about it. Then at the end, you get that get do your little sensor and you can go back to your shop and continue to make whatever you want to make. So we merge that. And then when you're building these things, 
we probably have to have a VMware idea around it. Like, hey, like we did with the barometric pressure mm-hmm. lab where you use that sensor to get the data then then upload it to, to, uh, to Wavefront. Right? Right. So that there was a tie-in to each one of these labs that you you get to go use the sensor, get the data, do something, and then and then put it into a VMware product, right? Right. Um, you know, or maybe one of the one of the one of the things is a USB storage device that you can create a little mini storage thing and then put vSphere on it, right? Or you know, vice versa. Although I think these things are ARM processors, so that wouldn't work because you can't really. We don't have an ARM vSphere. We only have Intel little small Intel uh, things. But some tie back into. You know, the main, how you would also then run your own data center and then create a hybrid environment. So maybe some networky labs. So we have to come up with those labs if we were going to do this idea. Now, this idea trades out the idea of having a lot of big community area, right? Because the minute I, I think we're only going to have maybe 50 session slots, right? Oh, somebody's in chat says, I thought at VMworld they announced ARM was coming. Um, we need to go f- talk with the vSphere team and find that out because okay. if that was the case, that would be pretty cool because then we could do that tie-in, right? So that's a great idea. Uh, and uh, somebody else in chat says, yeah, they did. So uh, if that's the case, that would be a great tie-in, right? Which is here's ARM. You could put vSphere on it, pull some of the data from the sensors back into a VM. You know, now you learn how to set up a VM. You learned how that, and we could have a prize for people that actually, you know, give you a nicer sensor if you manage to get all the way through over the couple days session. Um, yeah. Maybe we even buy a bunch of Raspberry Pis. I was gonna just uh, not give away any Raspberry Pis because they're like thirty dollars every time I do that. Versus the sensors are a buck, two bucks, three bucks. So the idea would be, I'm gonna give you availability of these cool sensors that you'd never go out and buy yourself, and then um, and then you got to go buy your own Raspberry Pi, which everybody can afford a four dollar Raspberry Pi. It's not that hard. But we'll have enough of them to for you to do the labs and engage with them, but you just don't get to take them home with you. Yeah. Okay, and on chat, they're actually saying, yep, there is a place. They gave us a ESXi for ARM makes sense article, uh, and uh, supposedly we announced it. Uh, yeah, BYO Pi. That's what. Uh, that's a, that's a great idea. So maybe we could do a BYO Pi, um, a little marketing activity. Mm-hmm. Have enough pies that people that don't bring a BYO Pi. You know, we'll we can loan you a pie, right? And maybe we could even sell them a pie. You know, mm-hmm. I could put a couple grand in my own my wallet and then just sell them for cash, so that people that wanted to actually build it, make it, and then walk away with a pie, they just have to they have to pay me forty bucks, right? Reimburse me for my 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 own personal money. Right. That'd be good, and I yeah. could sell some honey jars there too. <laughs> By the way, if you guys don't know, I have bees and I sell honey. My honey my honey brand is. Uh, Biatch, <laughs> Biatch, because female bees, yeah, oh, made by 100% B-E-E. female bees, yeah, B-E-E-O-T-C-H. I, the only reason I'm saying this is that uh, I sold all, I sold all my honey this season, so you sold all, all of all of the honey, yeah. So oh my far. god! So I'm like up on uh, my beehives now, whipping them. Going, come on, bang, bang. but anyway, <laughs> you I have I, one more harvest, right? Yeah, I have one more harvest in November, and I'm like, uh, wow, maybe I could go up and harvest some now because uh, I have a. Yeah, I have, have a busy, busy I'm November. Out of, I'm, out of, I'm out of ten dollars <laughs> jars of honey, but anyway, I could bring raspberry pies, right? And then you know, just sell them for forty bucks, and and you know, that would be fine. 
uh, that way. And then we have enough that nobody wants to buy one. They could do that. Uh, and then we could, yeah, see if we could get vSphere, one, a vSphere lab there, a hybrid. If we have vSphere, then you can have a hybrid cloud kind of lab. So this all ties in. And we bait people in and com- coming here to, uh, um, yeah, yeah, uh, all the AWS people see the sensors in the jars, you know, lined up like candy jars or something where, you know, we have sensors uh, and then you can, yeah come by and engage, drink some coffee, click your fingers, listen to poetry, do some Raspberry Pi stuff, and we'll have stolen your whole VMW, you know, reinvent experience. Uh, the trade-off of that is, uh, is that enough community? Because right. we want to go there to be, to give our community people a place to hang out and to engage and know that VMware believes in community and is willing to invest money in community activities, even on AWS. Because it's not necessarily all about VMware also. It's about the community that's using VMware on AWS. So that's a kind of a shift, right? As we move forward with AWS products, this is about supporting our community members that are using our products on AWS. And maybe, you know, even though we get all excited about code and all these geeky things to get you to come in, maybe it should just be more of a straighter shot um, uh, yeah, yeah. Just to ignore my BMW, BMW on re. It's just AWS on re. I got it. The chat's having fun with my lack of being able to speak proper English. <laughs> um, that's a, that's one of the strategy conversations that you know we'd like to share also, which is um, maybe being super geeky towards developer, you know, in a buildy kind of thing. Maybe we just focus on how to put a, a, a ESXi on things and connect it to AWS, right? And then we do sessions and learning activities that are more focused on that. Right. Or do we do super geeky, you know, uh, you know, concrete floor coffee bar thing where we have super geeky stuff and then we lightly discuss the, the bigger meta things, which is how do you run, uh, you know, VMs across a high hybrid environment, but that's not the lead conversation. Community might not even be lead. It's, you know, come Royal Society, see cool tech talks. So it's kind of like the difference between day one keynote and day three keynote. So in VMworld, day one keynote is all about our products and what we're doing and thank you for being here, our community, and Pat goes through it and thanks everybody. And it's, and then the day three keynote is kind of like the super cool, right. you know, thinking above and beyond what our day job is. So I don't know. That's why we say send mail to the VMware community group right, to have that conversation and see. We have about another week. Uh, or, or maybe two, so we can lay out the physical space and you know carpet, no carpet, coffee bar, you know entry lab, you know that stuff. But as we start to recruit people for sessions, and we will do a call out to community for sessions. Right. So if you're going to be or have a cool session you want to do at AWS, uh, you think it's good for your career, you're good for your brand. Uh, that's why we're doing this also. So we'll have session slots for you know V Brown Bag, whether V Brown Bag people actually. Steve Brownbag, the brand, and the camera crew is there. We'll still do a call for sessions to mm-hmm. the community through V Brownbag, if Alistair will let us, as well as uh, um, through you know power sessions and anybody else. Just do a community call for 
people that want to come to AWS and be uh, talking about a given subject. But we have to figure out what that mix of subject content is, right? Um, even if we're, I think we're kind of down the road of the clicky finger chat eco environment. I think that'll be super cool. But what we have to figure out is that is that session mix and what sessions are there, who's going to be there, what do we need to be talking about, and that's uh, that's still open right, for conversation. So some good ideas in chat though, and. Uh, because so many, you know, a couple thousand of you don't listen to us in real time, which I totally understand. Um, that's why, you know, we should probably set up a, a, a Twitter thread or a hashtag yeah, so that we can actually, actually just get mm-hmm. some feedback from the community as a whole around if you're going to be at AWS reInvent, what would be worth your time coming and hanging out and doing? What do you want to learn? What kind of sessions do you want? Is this a good idea at all? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because we haven't been to AWS reInvent. Maybe this is just something that people are going. Why are you doing this? There's plenty of other stuff for us to do when we're at AWS. We don't need to right. come hang out with you again. We just got done hanging out with you at VMworld, right? Having a back-to-back sleepover party. Now, if that is actually the case, that if most of our community people go, no, 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 I'm going to go to AWS because I'm going to be busy doing AWS stuff then we're much better off doing the Raspberry Pi geeky things and try to attract non-VMware people into the kind of cool stuff that we're doing. Right? Right. So if we get feedback from community members going, no, I'm going to reinvent, but I'm going to be busy doing reinvent stuff. Don't build stuff for us because we already come hang out with you guys at VMworld anyway. Then that would mean I would rather, then I should build out to attract new people into our narrative versus... Uh, if people think they want to come hang out with us at reInvent because they love the idea. And they're not going to VMworld this year. They're going to instead go to reInvent, but they really want the community element of it. Then we would build out and tweak the, the conversations and the, and the type of topics to meet those. So yeah, yeah, maybe we could even just do some simple Twitter polls, just get a sense, are you going? Yeah. Are you interested? Yeah, how many people will be there? Right. Yeah. Yeah, so that's... Uh, that's uh, that's that's our that's been our fun last couple of days, uh, along with all the stuff for VMworld Europe, right? Yeah. Like, which will be at the beginning of the November. Now we're also building out ideas and booths and drawing things on whiteboards and making 3D <laughs> models of everything. Uh, and then we have to call for sessions and get everybody there. And then we're also working with the AWS, the VMC on AWS guys to make sure that whatever we do is aligned with uh, their experiences. There will be, just as a, an aside, if you've listened this far, I'll just say that there will be four other areas at uh, reInvent that oh, four, really? yeah, VMware will have. Nice. Uh, I'm not allowed to talk about one of them um, because it's. I think it's an acquisition that uh, – we maybe have already announced, but uh, we're not allowed to engage with them yet because the deal hasn't closed. Uh, then there's a there will be a Wavefront presence. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Wavefront has a a small booth uh, somewhere. So Bill Roth and crew will be doing some of that, and uh, Bill will also come and support our booth as well. So uh, the Wavefront will have a presence. Um, we'll have a presence, and VMware will have the main the main booth. So VMware main booth, the community booth the uh, Wavefront booth, and then one other booth that I'm not allowed to talk about. Um, so yeah, so that's four different areas. Now, AWS reInvent is so huge that it's um, not something that, uh, you know, we're not going to be overwhelmed by VMware presence because right? it's <laughs> like we're, we're in the area. There's, uh, you know, there's the pavilion where vendors traditionally are. Um, 
Yeah, what did they say they anticipate each booth will get like five or six thousand people throughout the yeah, days? Yeah, yeah. Apparently it's nuts, right? Yeah. I have not been, but apparently it's nuts. Like lines of people. The way they describe it is like when we have our our party in the uh, the expo area, and it's like super busy because everybody's going to get the free food, and they they're like it's that way all the time at the WS3 event, right? So well, I think uh, we're kind of near their cool build on um, community Lego set. I don't know if you if for people who've been there, there's like yeah. this huge life size Lego set where you can come build stuff, build stuff, and that's definitely a big. A big attraction. Big attraction. Yeah, and uh, and will be a big attraction yeah. if we do it right. We should so, just build yeah. our booth out of Legos, and we'll yeah. be popular. No, man, coffee booth. I'm <laughs> telling you, coffee with cool chairs. The only question is, can we get the hanging little I know, cool lights? Those little like Tesla that, bulbs. Yeah, Tesla so bulb cool. lights that that hang out. Um, then I want a, a Tesla coil that shoots out the lightning bolt. Oh you know, like yeah, something. My hair will look yeah. crazy that yeah. week, but that, I'm down for also, it. <laughs> yeah. I, I would like to do that. Um, I hope my VP doesn't listen to this podcast because if he does, he's going to be like, what have I done? What have I created? <laughs> These guys are going crazy. Um, but no, I think it's a, it's actually, it's actually a, a good opportunity for us to expand the community into a place. I, I tell people that VMware is starting to make a lot of products that are just being sold on AWS. Right. right. We are kind of becoming also a bookseller, right? Of we make books and Amazon sells and ships them, right? Um, we make software that gets sold on uh, AWS uh, uh, web services, and you know, therefore, we need to go um, be part of that ecosystem and be supportive of our products that are being run on AWS, just like every other uh, booth vendor does or a company does that has AWS products that go to AWS reInvent and talk about their products and what they have as offerings. And from a community perspective, we think that uh, we have a lot to offer there. So we're going to go. Cause, uh, it's not like I want another show to go in November. Um, <laughs> uh, but we are looking at then how do, we, how do we offload some of this budget stuff and this activity next year to the events team mm-hmm. so it's not just us. We shouldn't be drawing drawings of booths on our <laughs> whiteboard and having to do some of this stuff. But... Uh, uh, as we expand out any new service, that's that's the way things go. So. Sure, it's fun. Right, it is fun. Um, so we're at the top of the hour. It's been nice to sit and chat with uh, people online. Thanks for coming every week and uh, listening to us and giving us great ideas. I think we got the hackathon idea. That's pretty slick. Uh, Alexa, uh, Alexa idea was the good. Beams. The beams were, yeah, were really good, good ideas. Uh, I'll go back through the chat and make sure I didn't uh, miss anything, mm-hmm. especially that BMW reinvent comment. I, was, I love that. <laughs> Yep, that's exactly what it was. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll, we're excited about it. Uh, hopefully if you're, I, I, I don't have to say come to AWS reInvent. We're not trying to get people to register for our, this show, but it would be, it would be good if you're going to be there to you know, yeah. look us up and Bye. look for our session so that we don't have an empty theater the whole time. Right? And if you aren't um, going to come, you should definitely beam in. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely we will beam in, and maybe what we could get is some uh, cardboard printouts of people. So if yeah. nobody comes to our booth, we can put them in seats and make it look like we have people. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, There's go to Photoshop. the wax museum, steal some. Yeah, steal some, steal some people. Right. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Oh yeah, and uh, of course the arm idea, the ESX yeah. on arm. That's Absolutely. also great from the community. So. 
that would be good. We will be probably live streaming the sessions uh, on camera. So if you aren't going to make it to AWS reInvent and we have some cool uh, maker shop type things you want to learn about these sensors or learn about what we're doing on AWS, we will definitely live stream it. So we'll have some camera gear, point them at the, the, uh, the uh, London uh, Royal Society, RI, Royal Institute, bench for the guys doing the sessions. So don't feel too bad if you're listening to this and you're not, you know you're not going to come because we will have the beam. We Beams will probably take two and we will have uh, we will live stream the sessions and publish the sensor list so in case you're, you're super geeky and you want to uh, play with some of the stuff uh, you'll be able to do that online as well. Yeah, we can have a little virtual conference. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right. With that, we're at the top of the hour, and uh, and our sound quality was pretty good, so we're good. Barbecue report wise, um, I'm on a diet again. Yeah, yeah it looks like yogurt for lunch. Yeah, oh. yeah, barbecue peach <laughs> yogurt. Anybody got some? Well, I, I'm this week. I'm actually planning on trying to do uh, chocolate chip cookies on the barbecue. What? Chocolate like chip. chocolate chip cookies. Smoky cookies? Uh-huh. That sounds really good. That 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 down that does sound sound interesting. So, um you'll have to let us know. Oh, yeah, ship us some. Right. I I did do some barbecue, but I just did steak the other day. So, oh, yeah. anything special, right? Yeah. Like it's still nice weather out here, so uh so barbecued chocolate chip cookies. Uh yep. Yeah, All right. You'll have to let us I'll have a finalized report on that for next week, I think. All right. Smoked, uh, smoked, smoked cookies. Are you going to do any sauce? You're just going to smoke it. Are you going to try to cook them or just I, put them on after they've uh, been cooked? I'm going to try and cook them actually. All right. So yeah, get some so actual dough and uh, yeah. All right. If you do that, I'll do that. I'll try that. That sounds like an interesting way to do that. Bake baking on a barbecue. Like how does bake bread? How does a bake product come on barbecue? That sounds awesome. Let's give it a try. With that, we're at the Sounds top of the good. hour. Thanks a lot, guys. Uh, we will try to get a legitimate uh, guest here next week. We, uh, we actually had a guest. We thought we were going to talk about uh, Pivotal and uh, team programming and uh, some of the stuff that's happening with Pivotal containers and containers in general. So uh, that's always a moving, moving pain target that's going on. We haven't heard from the uh, Pivotal container people in about a year, so I thought we would have them on. So maybe we'll get them on next week. Uh, until then, everybody have a great week, and we'll see you again next week.